Welcome to the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. We're going to explore ways to sharpen our diagnostic skills, find learning resources, and hear from experts in the automotive field. Hey, what's going on, automotive world? Welcome to another episode of the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. My name is Sean Tipping. I will once again be your host for today's episode. Joining me on the show this week, we've got Mario Rojas of Super Mario Diagnostics on YouTube, and we've got Oz Sepulveda of Oz Mechanics on YouTube. So both of these guys have awesome YouTube channels. I will put links in the show notes so that you can check these out. Definitely recommend doing that. It was really cool to get to sit down with the two of these guys. I had never met Oz in person. I've had Mario on here once before. Uh, Really, really awesome guys doing a lot for the industry. We're going to talk about a whole host of different topics. Uh, We start off talking about European cars and some of the classes that we've been taking at ASTE. We'll also get into content creation, right? They both have YouTube channels. I've been doing the podcast. We'll share some experiences and thoughts on that. Uh, We talk about Scotty Kilmer and how awesome he is um, and a number of other things, but really enjoyed this talk. It's really cool to sit down with these guys. Hopefully you will enjoy it as well. With that all out of the way, we'll jump into the episode. If this chat's about your own, it's just going to be like. (laughs) 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 You're just going to see me like. So what's your favorite BMW? (laughs) You like those E36s, man? Yeah, they're just they're great. Yeah. What's an E36? Yeah, people say start saying N54 and then E this, and I'm yeah. just like, hang on, let me Google. I got to see what which one that is. And then well, the Mercedes chassis numbers. Oh too. God, yeah. What is it? I only know the 54, 52, right? That's am I right with those? There's, numbers? A, there's an N54. Okay, N54 but that's like, well. but one is like a California emissions, right? Yeah, I don't memorize that. <laughs> okay, that's all and I know. Once you start working on it over and over and over again, then you start to see, hey, yep. this one again? Yeah, you exactly. Know? But those are the two fives, right? Yes. I, I couldn't even tell you, dude. I don't bother trying to memorize Wow, now I know more. <laughs> I think it's a three liter, if I'm not mistaken. The, well, we, we do have our phones. The the Mercedes transmission is the 722.9. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. That's the one I know because oh, no, you know I get calls in to do the used <laughs> trannies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're done all the time, but that's it. And I was like, Mercedes has decimal points as yeah. well as the numbers. Like, how am I supposed to remember all these? But um, I was in uh, Justin Morgan's class yesterday, and he gave us, like, a breakdown of the whole engine de- designation mm-hmm. for BMW. Like, and that's the dumbest thing in the world because – a six is an eight cylinder. And then like, uh, I, what was oh, it? Right. Um, like a four is a three cylinder or something just ridiculous like that. But he gave us the whole chart. So at least I have it as a uh, saved in my phone and the PDF now. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, oh, which wiring diagram is it? Because I'm mostly domestic. So I'm, I'm probably going to sound ignorant right here, which is a diagram that has, doesn't say which, what it is. It just has like J two nine nine. And then in the bottom it has, it's a lot of euros. I think. I believe so. The track diagrams that you have to follow the, di- the the wire down to the bottom, it'll give you a number, and then you have to reference that to another, like, 100 pages later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that's a track that you okay know. but that's mostly all euros have that is that like oe uh, yeah is that Volkswagen. OE? um i think it's just volkswagen and audi yeah maybe porsche as well yeah porsche ferrari um, you pretty much don't need. don't they label the bmws like that too or it's just a Numbers, in my opinion, are the best diagrams you can find. But you need you need Insta, right, for that, or Air um, to use it to its full potential. If you're using like Identifix and then doing the OE diagrams, that's a pain in the ass to filter through them. Uh, Like I, uh, all data came out with the ability to um, hover over the hyperlinks, and it'll show you. You can click on them. If you go to the OE diagrams, I actually showed them in my videos um, because a lot of people don't know that and. you hit the button and it'll show you the component location. Okay. But in, in the actual scan tool, when you have ESTA, mm-hmm. you hover over it, you click on it, and it'll open up a, a half page, you know, like a split view. Yeah, yeah. And it'll show you the component location. With all data, you're, t- you're changing pages completely. Like, you're yeah. going to a different web page at that point, you know, different tab or whatnot. So it is a little more cumbersome. Well, and like Justin was saying yesterday, it's 30 bucks a day. Right. Yeah. Um, and or, or you can do the twenty five hundred a year for everything that scan tool functions, all that stuff. But for the service information, thirty bucks. And if you learn how to navigate it a little bit, man, that's the way to go. Like I haven't been doing that, but I need to do that. Like you'd save that thirty dollars easily in just using right. the navigation of like, yeah. yeah, here's the component and it brings up everything about it. And but to yeah. do that, you have to download everything, right? <laughs> Yes, you have to pay the thirty dollars first, <laughs> then download Ista. <laughs> Which takes what? Is that the same with Ista Air? Do you have to download? No, actually, you can, it's on. It's web based, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I have barely use Air, but there's yeah. um, there's a there's a pitfall with using Air. Um, you don't get the full view, mm-hmm. so the screen very, is smaller. Like, it's like looking at it through a microscope. You know, it's it's, it's sure. you're limiting your view, and and that that helps. People don't realize how like something so simple can actually help you, um, but yeah, it's it's worth it just to get Ista anyway. Uh, download it into your laptop and you know pay the subscription if you need to. Or yeah, I remember I called you to get that <laughs> yeah. downloaded. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, hey Mario, uh, I need to download this, and I thought it was gonna you know maybe an hour or so. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I've been wanting to do it, but I think I got to get a separate laptop just for ISTA because the, all the ones I'm using, I don't think I have enough space um, for it. I think it's like the biggest. It is definitely the largest. Gigs? No, that's the capacity of my laptop. But the, the largest uh, capacity program that I have in my laptop is ISTA. It needs 250 free, if I remember right. correctly. I think so. um, and then, yeah, a certain processor and. Windows 10, all that stuff. So I'm just, I'm just going to get a laptop just for that. But I've been waiting on an icon. I don't know when I'll see it. Um, and so I've kind of been dragging my feet on it. But it's just like everything else. You can't get it right now. Um, plus, you know of a yeah. place. <laughs> and I think after I got that, it's, uh, I haven't seen a BMW or anything. Like that. <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah. yeah. You buy that scan tool and you guaranteed you're not going to see that. Yeah, that, that's how it was. Uh, I, I remember I was all excited and I was like, finally. Diagnose the car was done, and I was like, "All right, when am I gonna use it again?" Yeah. Three, three years. Yeah, good thing you didn't buy the year subscription. No. <laughs> because sometimes you get to the point where you're like, "Should I just get the year subscription or what?" Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Luckily, I backed out on that one. 
Yeah, that's a tough call sometimes on, you know, you know, you're saving if you're doing enough of them, mm-hmm. but then am I going to do enough of them? That's kind of how it's been for Chrysler with me is I'll have I'll have a month where I do a ton of Chrysler, but then I'll have a couple months where they're really sporadic as for the programming. And so it's like, oh, do I buy the, the whole year subscription or just do it, you know? a case by case basis. And that's, yeah. it's tough, but I try to look at it at the end of the year. Um, now that I'm full time, it's a little easier because I know I'll be doing it. But when I was in school, especially I'm doing like half teaching and half mobile. Oh, so you're not even teaching anymore. No, I, I, um, this last spring was the last semester. Wow. So I had to, I had to pick a path cause I was trying to do too yeah. much and I just kind of half ass in both things. Cause my focus could only be applied and so much, so many areas, and uh, yeah, the mobile's the way I decided to go. It was a tough choice. Um, I can imagine. Definitely a tough choice, but um, I'm enjoying it so far. But, but getting to that programming, how many times have we bought a special tool? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was so darn expensive, and we're so happy once we got it. Yeah. And the, the ROI wasn't. You know, I got them sitting in my in boxes in my office right now. I'm like, I'm going to need this thing, you know, because I got one call on it or I see here's the other thing. I'll see a bunch of other guys doing it on Facebook or in yeah. the chat groups or whatever. And mm-hmm. they're all doing these things. I'm like, I'm going to need this thing. I buy it and it just sits there. So, I mean, at least I have it. But, yeah, sometimes that that ROI um, doesn't come. What do you guys think? And I, we're probably coming at it from different perspectives here. But what tool or piece of equipment do you got has the best ROI for you? To be quite honest, the Tesla. <laughs> For me, Tesla. Harbor free Tesla. Yeah. $199. Ratio of cost yeah. to that, that's a very good point. That's probably true for most of us. <laughs> yeah, if you really look at it, man, I'm not going to say, uh, you know, $10,000 snappy. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. No. It depends on what you define as tools because I could consider my cell phone to be one of the most the biggest contributor to my daily sure um workflow right you know, right, right. dvis looking up diagrams all the time um referencing certain pdfs mm-hmm. transferring information between laptops and, and the cell phone all the time um, that's emailing. that's a very good point yeah i wouldn't be able to run my business without a phone that was connected to the internet. Like that's, that's definitely, I mean, I use it for a hotspot too, a bunch of the time, uh, all kinds of apps on there for key stuff. Right. Um, yeah. X horse. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can run certain tools through it. Um, yeah, that would be, you could, yeah, you could, I suppose you could double a tablet in there as well. I actually, I want to get an iPad uh, just for stuff like that and taking pictures, but yeah, that's, that's a huge one for sure. And you get a nice camera too, because I mean, yeah, for the DVI. Yeah. So, but one thing is, and I learned this. Hopefully, no one goes to this. If you are using your hotspot and you have a dual SIM, okay. Yeah. Just don't you turn off. Turn off one uh, one of the lines, because if not, the the Wi-Fi will shut off, or or your your hotspot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. not internet. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to be. Uh, Programming the computer and then something happens. <laughs> yeah, you don't no want to break it. Right, right. I'm yeah. also grateful that uh, a lot of more manufacturers are, are like no longer programming via a live uh, stream, so to speak. They are now downloading it into the tools and then, and then it, programming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need more of that for sure. The uh, GM 
does that thankfully yes um because they're, they did they're it before they yeah they didn't but their their new setup is so sketchy but once <laughs> once tlc starts programming you can shut internet off and it'll keep going it'll finish what mm-hmm. it's doing which is mm-hmm. really nice and i yeah that's probably true of most of them too because i know the the micropod for chrysler's that way um, like once it's in the tool and you're connected, it's going to be programming that car. Yeah. Uh, um, but, but GM is kind of, GM is forgiving if something happens. Sometimes, yeah. I I say Ford's probably the most forgiving. Yeah, I would you, say yeah. it, it's almost difficult to brick a Ford. <laughs> <laughs> you can fail the programming, but it's tough to brick them. Um, yeah, you can recover GMs in a lot of yeah. circumstances for sure. Um, I've had a couple where that's not the case. Unless you're going into like the board level, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's the next level stuff. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so in Euro, what? Because I know, like for sure, the ones that I'm just kind of always scared when I get into it is Nissan mm-hmm. with nerves. Because sometimes you, the program will be three, four hours. Sure. On the older ones. So how, how is it with the Euro? What What's the one that kind of just scares you just a tiny bit? An F chassis. Which in uh, English is uh, <laughs> those F10s and whatnot. I don't even know what they are now. It's like five series, um, ben, uh, BMW. I did everything by the book and uh, had to leave it overnight. <laughs> and come back the next day and break the East, uh, DME. Oh wow. my god! And uh, it took next level stuff to uh, get it back to recover it. You know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because they they do the whole car, right? Or like every module that's out of date has to be updated at once on those. Yeah, no choice. And and that's a good thing. We say that as if it's an impediment, but it's actually the way it should be because uh, it's hard to give an an analogy. But when one module is up to date, another module may be up to date, and all the other ones are left behind. Sure. The car is not jiving pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the intercommunication between and the shared information between systems yeah. now it, that makes sense, and you see that in like technical bulletins right. for well, GM has it. It's sequential, the ECM, TCM. Like you have to do both of them. Yeah. Um, Chrysler has one where hey, if you update the PCM, you have to do the TCM, or your shit's not going to work. <laughs> um, you know, and so BMW they just say, yep, everything's got to be up to date. So it definitely makes sense. And when did you start the program on that? Because on my Nissan, I remember when I was working on it, I started at 4 o'clock. And then, you know, how, how they have, the, they, they go by seconds. I, I forgot how much it was. It was like, it was, if we if we divided, it was five hours. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and imagine, you're ready to go home, and it's 4-something, four, uh, 4.30. Dude, I just had to just, I, I waited there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, uh, it, it yeah, those are those are the fun ones. Well, the worst ones are like the ones that take long, and you have to be there to press the oh. next button. Yeah, yeah, and that's annoying. Mm-hmm. You know, what are they gonna just stop doing that? To us? like SDD, right? Right. Press right. tick to continue. Oh my goodness! I, I got a I got a fun a funny story on on this one. I was actually programming a it was a Land Rover. It was, a, it was a BCM on the Land Rover. I forgot what they, they called it, but it was a BCM on that one. Um, and I was just focused because I was actually one of my first times ever programming that. And while I was working on it, it says do this, do that. It's, it's telling you different different uh, different things to, to push. And I'm when I'm when I'm 
programming I'm focused. Mm-hmm. And the customer comes by. Mm-hmm. Customer comes by. He, he He's like, hey, Oz, uh, I'm, I'm dropping off my uh, my vehicle. Okay, just leave the keys right there. Leave, uh, send me a text message on, on what issues you have. Well, give me one second. Let me just explain to you. And I'm just freaking out because uh, on this one, I had like a little timer, do this at X amount of time. So I just told him, okay, just leave the keys there. I'll, I'll get to you. And he just kept on, he was persistent. He was like, let me just tell you what's wrong with my vehicle. Uh-huh. So I just kind of, I, I listened to him. I was like, all right, cool. Leave the keys right there. So I'm, uh, I'm programming. And it gets to the point where it's like, all right, get your key and start program, programming the key. Mm-hmm. So I get my key. It says hit unlock, and I can hear the unlock. Okay, cool. And then I'm looking at the uh, the scan tool, and it says uh, hasn't programmed. Okay. And the the timer's going off, and I'm like, okay, do it again, do And I can faintly hear something. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck, dude? And it's not taking it. After five tries, it just it just went to the next uh, went to the next thing. Uh-huh. So I'm finishing up everything, and as as soon as I'm about to close everything, I grab the key. Key that I grab is the one that the customer gave me. <laughs> I see yeah, a Hyundai yeah. sign on it. Sure. <laughs> and what I was hearing was the car. Oh, the car. <laughs> it was the other car. Easy, but I was so uh, I was I was in tunnel vision yeah. uh-huh. at that point. Yeah. And and like I said, it was a little timer, so I was just grabbing the keys, and I wasn't. I didn't realize what key I grabbed when he gave me when he gave me his key. I put it on top of the. The Land Rover key. Yep. That's uh, embarrassing, oh, yeah. embarrassing, embarrassing. Yeah. It's, it's that easy, man. It's, you know, how many times have we been in a pretty big job, meticulous job? You have to keep everything clean. Mm-hmm. Um, go in a certain process, certain order, and then they pull you away. Yep. You know, whether it's sometimes they tell you, oh, can you talk to the customer for this and that? Or if you do another change on yeah. this and that. Yeah, we go to waiter. <laughs> you don't do that. I mean, but... More than likely, we're preaching to the choir on this one. I mean, yeah, we yeah. know that you don't do that, but... It's normal shop life. I, yeah. I, I will say the the period of my career where I made the most mistakes or forgot the most stuff was when I had to be mechanic and service writer. That was how the shop was set mm-hmm. up. I had to answer the phone. I had to sell my tickets. I had to greet people that came up front because it was a really, really, like, two-bay mom and pop shop. So I, I was dual role. And so I was always stopping what I was doing to answer the phone. And it just invariably you forget you know to tighten this one bolt or to do the you know to do this one thing and it was the worst and going from that to a point where i can just focus on what i'm doing it makes it makes all the difference for sure for forget forgetting stuff or missing stuff like that it's it it is nice to just have that i mean to to actually be like tunneled in on something for a little bit is is a good thing and not have people coming in and distracting you but that's life that's just the way it goes you gotta deal with yeah, sometimes that. we gotta roll with the punches but how many times do we see uh shop ads that they're like oh uh, you must be able to work with others and what they mean is you're gonna have to help somebody else which is great yeah it's great yeah but if you're in the middle of something important mm-hmm. you cannot be distracted that is the perfect time that they choose yes. for help. Right. <laughs> they're, they're just sitting over waiting for her. He looks like he's really into what he's doing. <laughs> but have you ever worked on a car and just say you have your phone right there and you're listening to a podcast or whatever, and then you have to go underneath the vehicle and then you're just trying to get something done there and then you get that phone call. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you're like, should I answer it or should I not? Uh-huh. 
they're like, dude, inspire someone, inspire a customer. Then you go up there and there's boop. Hey, we have a uh, blah, blah, blah. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, yep. that happens to me probably five times every day. For sure. The scam likely thing helps because um, it'll pop the scam likely up on my phone a lot, Dude, but they, still, still, they still get through. Yeah. And so now what they're doing, they're actually buying local phone numbers. Yeah, local phone numbers. Yep. yep. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you guys are into Apple or not. I know Justin, Justin Morgan hates Apple's. But I got one, and I'm probably Androids have the same option where you could go into your phone options and put block unknown callers. Sure. And that's my that's that's great for me, you know. So, you know, if I don't have your number in my contacts, you're just not going to reach me. Yeah, and it's it's well, it doesn't work for a business. Owner. Yeah, I was about to say yeah, yeah, it doesn't work for me. We've been trying to call you, man. It's just <laughs> you want my money. Or not? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, I get numbers that I don't know mm-hmm. all the time calling me as a mobile stuff. Oh, hey, I got your number from this. Um, but yeah, the, the Apple does an okay job at throwing the the scam likely thing up. But yeah, that's it for me. Is if I'm into a really you know intricate diagnosis or something like that, that's where it's really like I'll just I'll leave my phone in the van and just not be answering it because I got to stay focused on what I'm doing. If I'm programming something, if I got to answer the phone, oh yeah, hey, I'll be there. That's not the end of the world. But yeah, trying to like work through a network issue or something like that, I don't want to be like stopping and talking to people in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose that's where being in a shop scenario is going to be a little better because you have somebody to answer the actual shop phones and take Sorry, guys, stuff. I'm not a business owner. <laughs> no, but, um, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I was going to ask, so has anyone ever found out your number from YouTube or anything like that? No, what I get is the Facebook Messenger calls from, like, oh. Africa. Oh, no kidding. Really? Yeah. Wow. This series, like Nigeria, I get a lot of calls from Nigeria. Really? And Nigerian king or prince or whatever. Uh, he's, trying, he's trying to give you. Hey, he's trying to give you his riches, man. Dude, you're missing. You're missing out right now. He's probably. Hey, he's probably like, man. I watched one of Mario's videos, and it, it just you know fixed up my Bugatti or something like that. I just want to send him like two million dollars, and you're missing out right now, Mario. You need an answer. That's the one time where it's not a scam. Yeah, you, you, you know. I get. I get the, a lot of those though, and. What people don't know about me is that I hate talking on the phone. <laughs> Even anybody, it doesn't matter who it is. Sure. I just hate talking on the phone. I they hate text it to me. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a, I'll text all day long, but then you have people who found me through social media, mm-hmm. and you know, not, I don't mean to be you know a douche or anything, but I can't answer everyone's calls. Yeah. I just it's, it's just not happening. You, you only got so many hours in the day, and yeah. yeah, sometimes I if some people are asking me questions on stuff, I'll just shoot them a reference. Like, here, go check this out. Like, yeah. go, that's, go, that's go, the whole point of the groups too. Yeah, like, ask it in the groups, and we have the data, and we can text. Yeah, and we can refer back to the text instead of talking to somebody. And you know what's funny is that some of those calls are. They'll call you one day and say, "Hey, I got a three series, this and this and that." I, I put, I picked up the phone, and the phone a couple of times, and uh, and 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 got into that rabbit chase. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they'll tell me, "Hey, listen, I got this five series, this and this and that, and and all that," and then I'll give them a quick, you know, direction mm-hmm. and all that. And then five, six months later, 
They're like, hey, remember that uh, five series? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'd rather have text messages because I'm not going to remember anything. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just like, it, it was that. a few months ago. What did I talk to this guy about? Oh, yeah, okay. All right. The, the, definitely. I, I totally understand that. Like, like, calls? No, thanks. I mean, and then the whole thing where, like, oh, you told me this and this and that. Oh, it's like, oh, here okay, we go. Okay. And if it's if it's not in person, it's different, right? So you can take a million calls a day and say a bunch of things mm-hmm. and not remember. Yeah, but there's no you, face. Yeah, when there's face to face, more than likely you will have a better chance of remembering. At least for me. Yep. No, I totally I totally agree with that. Um, it or yeah, at least you saw the car in person or something like that. That makes a difference. Um, if I go to the shops doing my mobile stuff, I'll remember that you know, three series I put keys in, but if I talk somebody through it, I never saw their face. I never saw the car. I didn't actually do the keys. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably gonna be like, I help me out, dude. I don't remember what we're talking yeah, about you here. Have to start all over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. And you, you never get like those, uh, super fans that go to your shop. Um, I've had people visit me at the shop. I, want I don't you know. In my car. Nice. Yeah. Actually, um, I've had, well, nah, I don't know if I would call them super fans, but, um, they consider me competent enough to want me to work on their car, and then they would bring it. And we're not we're not cheap, guys. We're not cheap. And um, I tell them straight up, like, it may be around this area, you know, this much. Some people are like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And other people are like, um, yeah, we'll be there, and then they never show up. Sure. That's normal. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. But I do have people that are... They find me through the channel. They'll leave a comment. Hey, how do I come in contact with you? Right? All right. Well, I'm in Audubon Performance, Open Park, what, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And um, they find a way to reach out. But the weirdest one I had was a guy that found me through YouTube. And he says that he wants me to be on the phone as I'm diagnosing it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm telling the service writer. He's like, this guy's on the phone. I don't know who he is. He's probably going to watch this. <laughs> and uh, he, he straight up told my service writer, I want him to like walk me through the process as he's doing it on a Porsche. Cayenne. You're a charging, right? Communication issue. <laughs> yeah. And uh, huh? you're a charging, right? Yeah, we were charging. Well, okay, we, cool. were, uh, we were pending approval at the time. We were trying to you know get approval at the time. And that was one of his like things. And uh, my service writer was like, that's not possible. I mean, he, he doesn't get on the phone. For me, I don't like answering phones. Like I said, I hate mm-hmm. being on the phone. Mm-hmm. But I'll try to help customers out. And sometimes I have to translate them or not. But service writer tells me, um, he tells me as it's happening, he, you know, he'll, we use Slack as communications and whatnot. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. I'm working on other stuff. I'm in and out of this car. There's no way I'm going to talk to this guy and walk him through this whole thing. Right. And then the guy responds, well, he does YouTube videos. <laughs> I'm like, that's not the same. <laughs> that's not the same. I'm putting a camera there. I'm letting yeah. it sit there. Right. You know, I'm, I'm doing my thing. I'm talking out loud. Yeah. But, you know, there's like a lot of interruptions that I have to edit out. Yeah, like editing. Gates. My brother will come and ask a question. I'll, I'll <laughs> cut that out. You know, like, it's not like I'm there on the car the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to step away. There's... You know, I'm juggling several cars at a time. So that was the weirdest one. And uh, my service writer is like, hey, listen, I think you're going to have to come get your car. <laughs> you know, that was the by far the most uh, ludicrous request we've had. 
Yeah, I can I can so, imagine. I don't even know if it was a fan because so, you know you think that because they reach out to you through the channels mm-hmm. or through your you know your business and whatnot, you think that they're fans. Yeah, yeah. Right? But a lot of times, I mean, you learn this the hard way. A lot of times, people just want to watch you fail. And mm. I'm not saying that that's what's happening with this guy. Okay. But I've noticed that. And that's that's part of putting yourself out there. Yeah. And they'll be nice to you. They'll talk nice to you and all that. But in reality, they just want to see you screw up. Okay. You know, for okay. whatever reason. They just, I don't know what it is. But there's always that. That happens to everybody. I like in my, when I make a video and they just pick one little small thing in the like in yeah. the video. Sure. And I was like, so through this whole video, you only... Pick that that little small thing, just yeah. that little failure, and right. it's like, dude, I'm just human. I'm I'm gonna fail, you know. Right. That's the best part about uh, YouTube stuff. Uh, at least you know what you guys are doing is it's it's reality. It's very close to the the real shop life that you would experience if you were in a shop, rather than something that's like produced and you, you know the, the old school training videos where you know that that stuff that doesn't wasn't actually real people working on a real car. So yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be a little stuff like that. That's yeah, you're not you the real don't have world. your safety glasses on or you knock a bottle of coolant over or something like that you know <laughs> well, well that's the thing so when there's a part when i was making my videos and then i would just try to make it as perfect as i can yeah that's not gonna fly yeah that's not gonna fly so <laughs> you spend so much try- time instead mm-hmm. and it becomes unproductive un- un- unprofitable too so no. a lot of people would tell me they're like you say so too much or this other yeah. the, you'll I'm, say something I'm the else guy. Uh, yeah um, I, I know uh, what um looks like on a <laughs> waveform i've yeah. got so many of them yeah it's like you, you say a lot of that stuff so i'm editing every so 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 <laughs> so, 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 so and then imagine someone come meeting me and i'm just like so 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 like i'm not, <laughs> you're not like that on your videos you know that, that's why i'm just i'm i, I want to keep it real and then on some videos as well you know dropping the stand tool or just oh, yeah. acting up or just doing something bad that's when the texts relate to that mm-hmm. yeah. because they don't want to see you and say oh man look at this guy he never messes up right yeah, check out his videos he's just this uh princess or whatever but when you relate to every other tech and you show them hey you yeah. know, we all yeah. do our little mess ups and we'll put it out there so everyone sees it's relatable man it's it's a nice little thing exactly yeah nobody's you know batting a thousand like that's just life and it is good to see you know the the reality of that for everybody that everybody goes through it gets their butts kicked fails makes the wrong call um i think that's important to include you know in everything and some of the more successful people that have been out there like paul danner you know he'll include all that stuff you know yeah. when he when he messes something up he'll make a video out of it um he's got a lot of successes too but i think that makes you know him and others that do that more relatable than than anybody else and then you could see it while he's here you know he can't make it down the hallway without four people stopping yeah. him talking <laughs> to him and everything yeah. um but yeah it's um editing is for uh, you know i do the podcast thing and like yeah listening to yourself talk that's that's tough. that is tough. <laughs> so how was it when you started man oh i hate my voice to this day but <laughs> i've gotten used to it a little bit now yeah. but when i the first time i did it i'm like this is what i sound like oh my god no one's gonna listen to this <laughs> it's just you don't hear it the same in your own head 
but then you pick up on those things like um and so and like and okay and yeah. oh i'm saying this way too much and you you can get better at it but you also just kind of have to let it go because that's how you for me it's how i normally talk right i want to say yeah. um and i'm gonna say so and things like that and just whatever if somebody has a problem with it so have y'all ever watched uh, how i met your mother yeah, yeah. okay yeah. you know the but um when Robert, <laughs> yeah. they, they would take a shot so this is what I'm gonna do. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna keep all my souls on there, and then we're gonna do a drinking game. So every time I say so, you gotta take a shot. It's gonna be like that, all right? So I'm gonna keep it like that. Just, I'm gonna keep the souls on there, and y'all just take a shot, and hopefully everyone's drunk by the end hammered. of the video. Yeah. Yeah. I can't I, watch I get, all this video. <laughs> I get worse with time. I um, well, I have to um, edit my videos, and you know, I want to. Make sure it's it's a, it's a good product, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to, I go through every second of it, and um, I get worse in the sense that I've gotten to the point that every time I hit play, I'm like, I'm sick of this guy. <laughs> 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 I can't stand this guy. When then it makes it nice. It's nice that people give me feedback and they say, you know what, keep doing what you're doing. Yep. So definitely, I'm just gonna keep going on it, uh, even though I'm sick of myself already. It's yeah. when, when I edit my videos, man, like so uh, the process I do, uh, I have. Let's just say I start off with the uh, hour video, hour and thirty minute video. Yeah. I'm trying to compress it down to like under twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Wow, and, yeah, that's a lot of work. That, that's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm trying to make it where you don't get bored or whatever. So I, I, I try my best, and it's it's stages where I chop off, you know, the fat. But then at the last stage, I'm, I'm just looking at myself. I'm like, dude, who's gonna listen to me? Yeah, like I'm, I'm getting tired of myself. Yeah. And that's when I yeah. send the videos out to other people, and I'm like, what do you think of this video? Please be truthful, man. I know you're a friend of mine. Just tell me what you think. And I know it gets annoying when I send that, but I I just want to make sure I put something out that's yeah. watchable. Mm-hmm. Not, that's not you know crap. I, that's why I just want to verify. I just want to I want to make sure that I'm making the best video I can. And uh, it's, it's just kind of hard in, in a way. But it, being a creator, man, it's, I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's a tricky thing when, you, when you're when you a technician, creator, and, you know, family man, and, and all this, this, and that. Because we talked about it, you know, editing and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other uh, talent, not, not talent, just skill set. Yep. Um, I got to the point where I don't even hit record until I'm ready to go, and then I, I don't want to have like silent moments in between them i just press stop and then record when i'm ready to go and then press stop instead of like letting the camera roll Mm -hmm. and um it's worked out a whole lot better for me when when do you choose when you want to make a video is it when you get when you get when, when you get the car let's just say okay i have this car and it's just a nightmare let's say it has too many problems are you gonna are are you I don't know about you, but when when I'm whenever I'm recording a video, it's just remember how we're talking about putting those blinders on and just mm-hmm. focusing on the car. When this when this uh, a really really complex issue, I don't know if I want to bring the camera in because 
It'll take more time. Yeah, it's going to take more time because, okay, am I going to set the the camera here? Yeah. This, this, and that? How am I going to explain this? record? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, man. That happens way too much. <laughs> it kind of takes you out from focusing in on yeah. this. Maybe it's something that takes a lot of brain power to work through this mm-hmm. particular thing. Yeah. And I've been the same way. Like, oh, I should record this. I should take pictures. Like, no, I'm getting, I'm already getting my butt kicked. I just got to focus on this car. Well, yeah, and they don't get like, any documentation. So, like, you asked, um, why do you choose which cars to get? Um, I always do a pre-scan first, mm-hmm. right? And everyone knows that. I say it in all of my videos. I don't. That's. I haven't even picked up the camera at that time. I already brought in the car, reproduced the symptom, hopefully, at least once. If it's an intermittent issue, at least I reprodu- reproduce it once. And then that's another, you know, indicator I, that I may go forward with recording a video. Do my pre-scan, and if it's something that it's not, like, overly easy, then I may decide, you know what, this might be a good one. Look up TSBs. I actually look up TSBs sometimes before, sometimes, before filming, and if there's a TSB on it, I more than likely won't film it. Because, I mean, what, I'm just going to share TSB. Right. Except for the hybrid video. The hybrid video, I ended up, um, I didn't look up the TSBs beforehand, and then I found a TSB, and... uh, (laughs) I was like, screw it, we're going to film it anyway. Sure. You know, and, uh, but still, uh, if it's overly complex, if I think it's going to be, well, that's the thing, the K-Can one was pretty complex. Think about it. Um, it's, it really depends. Uh, if it's too dead in the shop, I've got no content. And if it's too busy, I can't take the time to film. Even though my shop owner is not giving me any, he hasn't said it, not one time, Hey man, can you uh, focus on the car or something like that? Not once. He's always cool with whatever I decide to do. And, uh, That's awesome. It's did awesome he, to have a, that support. Did he hire you because he saw you from YouTube? He found me on YouTube. All right, so he's a fan. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, come on, Mario. <laughs> Stop working on these customers' cars and make this video, all right? <laughs> Dude, he, he literally for? has to push me sometimes. He's like, hey, why don't you film this one, man? This one's going to be good. And then one of them, I filmed them. The the BMW with the SMG. I think it's called SMG now, I forget. It's the sequential manual gearbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, hey, why don't you film this one, man? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe. And then I filmed it, and it was like a hit. Everyone loved it. Nice. And I was like, hey, uh, just let me know which ones you want me to film. <laughs> but, so does he see you as an investment to the business? I because doesn't. Your channel is going to grow, dude. I know. It's gonna, and it's, everyone knows yeah. that I work for Audubon. Yeah, yeah. I, I, sponsored I'm no, by Audubon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, His channel is I mean, sponsored that's, by Audubon. That's a smart move as a shop owner. I... I yeah, I'm not, I'm not oblivious to the fact that he's leveraging my sure. publicity toward, like, towards getting more people into the shop. So, mm-hmm. and not only that, I mean, all kinds of people are watching that channel. Mm-hmm. It's companies, uh, vendors, uh, customers, yep. potential customers, mm-hmm. family of customers. You know, hey, I got family down in Florida. You know, so I do think that there's like a marketing aspect to it all oh, it's not like i'm just a straight employee with a youtube channel i know that there's my contribution to the company is also in marketing and a potential vendor uh, you know i guess benefits um and now we're starting the whole training thing with the local training that yeah. helps too you know so people actually come and see the shop and all that and it's 
I think it, it it's growing. And, um, yeah, I'm not like, oh, I'm just a YouTube channel. Like, a lot of people think that I don't realize that he's um, not using, but <laughs> using <laughs> the, the channel as a way to get... Uh, as, as another form of, of marketing. I mean, that's perfectly fine with me. If anything, that, that's a good trade-off for me. Yeah, right. You let me do these channels, and you get the publicity. We're, I think it's even. Yeah. Right? You know how much people pay for marketing? Right. You're paying $5,000 a, a month sometimes uh, just to get marketing out there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's a pretty good trade-off. So when you get to your 100,000 <laughs> subscribers... I'll buy the shop from him now. Yeah, get, some, get, some, get some equity from the shop. How close are you? What are you at? I'm right at 30000 Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I think when we spoke, I was like at less than, um, less than five. Oh, wow. Okay. And the last time I was on your podcast. Yeah, a couple of years ago. But that's that's awesome. That's huge. But, but the that's thing nice. is, you have 30, but you have the super fans. You have the people. Oh, that, the core? Yeah, the audience? Core, core audience. Yeah. That's, that's, that's one about, thing. The core, a hardcore, like I'll watch whatever you put. Fans are maybe like from three to five thousand. Yeah, and that's awesome, great. man. That's awesome. That's cool. And I'm grateful for all of them. I mean, I didn't mean for this to turn into like a whole thing there, like about my channel, but. Um, oh, we're recording. <laughs> hey, we're two hours into it. Well, hold up. When are we gonna stop the podcast? <laughs> Well, you, you got a YouTube channel too, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. What's the name of that one? Oz Mechanics. Okay. Yeah. Now it's uh, it's nothing, not, nothing too crazy. It's just uh, general automotive and you know. yeah, right. He's, he's scoping in there too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. It's just uh, I've been in YouTube for what ten years now. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. So when you start off. You don't know what you're doing. Uh, that, that's that's for, that's for sure. me. Uh, yeah. For me, I don't know. No, same uh, that, that's how I started off. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just kind of like. I didn't like, think we would watch. Yeah. That, that's, me, that's why. You know, I, not you. And I don't know why, why, why you started. I started because of Paul. You know. That, me too. That, that, that's why I started. I started because of Paul. And Paul Zander, for those who don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone thinks he's Dan. So, but Dan, Dan, you know, we should call him Dan. For now. Yeah. Hey, Dan, what's up? Hey, that's good. It's like, come on, man. You've been knowing me for so long. Yeah. We could do that. No, but yeah, with, uh, my, my thing was, okay, he helped out so many people. If I can just help out one person, mm-hmm. like he helped me, let me just make a video. But then I got that one video out, got a little bit of views and I was like, all right, cool. And it's funny because I called the block ahead. That's how nervous I was. I was doing oh, uh, North, yeah, North Star, North Star Engine. I was doing the, the time inserts or whatever they called. So that was my first video. And it looked like I was, you know, recording with a potato. Like my first, yeah, 25% of my videos, the first, you know, first quarter of my videos are just horrible. It was like I was in a roller coaster. Or, I don't know, man. I was just. Or like David Roman, uh, David Roman says, a shaky cam diagnostic. Oh, my God, dude. And, and, and if, I, if I go back and I watch that, I'm just like, Jesus. Yep. Uh, that's a good thing. You want that, right? Like, because if you didn't feel that way, it means you didn't improve at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I think if you can look back at your early stuff, you're like, wow, that's garbage. It's a good thing because you're you're improving. You're getting better as time goes on. Yeah. It, but but the thing is about YouTube, and 
you know, going through the process is just kind of like, all right, now don't put the camera on your face too much. So we want, oh, well, you're yeah. just somebody's pissed off. Yeah. It's like, uh, I had a comment. <clears throat> it was an announcement at first, the first, like, uh, half of the video. And the guy's like, three minutes in, and I'm still looking at this jackass's face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> and like, oh, it's an announcement. Where do you want me to put my camera? Just every at your junk. Wall. All right, here you go. I, I, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> no, but it, it, but that's the thing, and you start trying to figure yourself out because, like, for me, it was mostly all basic videos. It was like, all right, this is how we're gonna be using this, this, and that. It was a uh, too basic. And then the thing is, when I first, when I started coming to the training events, I felt like people were looking at me like, oh, look, that's that, you know non-mechanic you know it's just shade tree mechanic and then at that point i was like no i know how to diagnose so then i started making diagnosing videos okay and then when i started getting into that uh those videos that's when i started getting my other subscribers and they're like hey we don't have a step on how are we gonna do this we don't have a scope we don't have oh. a test light. Okay, you shouldn't be working on a car. You have a <laughs> right they're dollar 99 but and then you just try to find that medium right there but I'm to the point where I just, I don't want to sound nasty is just, uh, or, or bad, is I'd rather get a handshake from a fellow tech than just a regular person. That's just my thing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd rather a fellow tech coming up and, hey, man, you know, well, awesome video. It's a video. big thing to have respect from your peers, yeah. too. Or, you know, and that's the, these events are so cool is you mm-hmm. get to shake hands with some people that maybe you haven't met in person or met at all. Yeah. And, yeah, that's uh, that's a good feeling for sure. I, I understand that. Yeah, that, that's just uh, that, that's that's the one that you're like, OK, I'm finally doing something right. But it, it took so long to get to that and finding myself. And but it, like for me, I don't know. <laughs> I still tape with a potato as my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I still got to upgrade. I, I treat it more like a hobby. I, 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 I like mm-hmm. I like YouTubing and all that. Uh but I, I want to get more more into it. Um, but oh, you're also a one man show, right? Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it, it gets it, it gets a little bit uh, overwhelming at a point. And like I said, I think before we start taping, I've been filming a really long time. But that's because I just had a kid too. Six months old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. congratulations! That's, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll definitely eat up some time for sure. Awesome baby, man. Yeah. So, are you ready for the stardom and all that? <laughs> I don't know about all that. No, uh, oh, it's gonna happen, man. I'm leveraging uh, his podcast to get up. There. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you got a lot more viewers <laughs> than I do. So. <laughs> gonna get the word out. <laughs> now, because like I was talking to uh, I was talking to Eric O. That didn't sound right. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I made it like that. I wasn't. I didn't mean to like you know backhand anything. You know, I was just trying to trying to like you know lighten the mood and all. We're all we're all trying to work towards you know making something out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, 
Anything helps, really. I think your reasons for doing it will definitely evolve as time goes on, making content in any form, right? Like, Mm -hmm. maybe you start it for this reason, you know, you're after some specific thing, and then you do it for a few years, and it might might shift. I know it did for me, because I start getting messages from people that I've helped along the way, or like, hey, you inspired me to go to some training events or whatever, and you you talk to people at these training events, and like, thanks for what you're doing, it really helped me here, or it encouraged me to go find a better job or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, I want to keep doing it because of this. It's not why I started it. There's there's definitely some like ego involved when I started it. That's just 100% honest. Um, but it's definitely shifted as time has went on for me too. Uh, it's it's helping people. It's making making even just a small one degree difference in somebody's career trajectory. All right, I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna keep making stuff. So that's that's what's driven me as time went on to keep making stuff. So I want to ask both of y'all podcast and YouTubing, if you could go back and start from scratch, what's something that, you know, for future YouTubers or podcasters, what would you do different from when you started? I probably would have gotten a second person on uh, trying to do it all solo is tough. And not that I couldn't right now, but like Mm -hmm. right from the get go, I probably would have found a partner or somebody else, co-host, whatever you want to call it, just because being a solo content creator, if you're going to try to be consistent, life happens, right? You you have a baby, you move, you switch jobs, whatever. You're just crazy busy. And you're like, how am I going to get this out? And having like somebody to assist with that would be huge. Um, And again, not that I can't do that right now, but that I would have started with that. That would have been the big, the one thing I would have changed. What kind of, do you want like a co-host or do you want like the Joe Rogan that Jamie got in the back? Yeah, I think, you know, I could probably go either direction. A co-host would probably be the way to go because then I'd be like, dude, I can't record an episode this week. You got somebody to fall back on to do it that way. When it's a side gig, right? I'm not making any money from this, but, um, to have somebody just be like, Hey, can you do this week's episode? Like, yeah, that, yeah. that would be, that'd be huge. So that might be in the future. I don't know exactly if I'll do that or not, but that, that probably would have been mine. Or I would have gone full sky to Kevin. We, we have conversations about that. Yeah, we have conversations about that. You know, he, people talk mess, but he's a genius on what he's doing because he tells people what, what they want to hear. Sure. He made it. Yeah, he made it. I was kidding. I wouldn't go full Scotty. You never go full Scotty. Um. <laughs> <laughs> was like, go full. <laughs> no, but dude, come on. You, you got to give him that. Uh, yeah, we had that conversation. But yeah, he's in the YouTube world. He's a genius because what he does, he tells people. It, it, and, you know, he tells people what they want to hear. But that's the thing. It makes us technicians look bad because it's yeah. like Scotty's like, well, you have a P0442. Just change out, you know, your gas cap and you're done. Don't you don't have to yeah, do this, don't this and that. Pay off that thief, right? Right. Or, or just change your purge valve and you're you're good. Test it, man, please. So I don't know anything about YouTube um, as far as like monetary amounts. What does a guy like that make off of YouTube? He's off a millionaire, really. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that's not stupid. <laughs> easily, easily. He played the game and he won. Okay? Yeah, well, that, and like you're saying, you gotta give him credit for for playing that game, right? Wow, that's he's crazy. Not, he, you gotta understand, he's not right now. He's not really working on cars. He's just he'll get on there rant about something. Oh, this is why Toyota is the worst car. And a lot of his videos that and it's clickbait too. Oh, yeah. he, he, he'll, yeah. he'll he'll put like a picture of him just like 
a sad picture, black and white, and it says, I'm over. And then, yeah, yeah or, this is going to be my last this, video. This is going to be my last video. Like and then it's that clickbait, and he doesn't get, like, bad stuff. Like, it's not negative outcome. It's, oh, people, people love him. Oh, they love him. Huh. You say something bad against uh, Scotty to an actual fan, and they kill her army. Actually, I wouldn't say potential customer because someone it was someone called me and and uh, yeah he uh, he got my number from Matt Schrodinger from uh, yeah so now he got my number from there and he's like hey I have this uh, old older car and I was like first of all I don't work on older cars and, okay I have a Prelude. Uh, I got my own parts, this, this, and that. I want you to put them on. And I was like, first of all, uh, I can't do that because we have warranties. And I want to make sure that we get the appropriate part. If it's not dealer, something close to a dealer part. And, you know, one-year warranty, six-month warranty for uh, for aftermarket ones and so on. And then he's like, oh, you're established. Oh, my, my bad. I thought you were just, <laughs> just a shade tree. Yeah, I thought you were just a, a shade tree guy. And then we were talking, and then he's like, oh, yeah. So what really got me into YouTubing was, you know, Scotty Kilmer. And I was like, whoa, let's pump the brakes right here. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's pump the brakes up. And we were just talking for a while. And I was just like, hey, look. So in the YouTube world, we have, I, f- I believe, is like a, a group of technicians or mechanics or what you want to call them. You have your off-road people. You have your technical. You have your, you know, uh, showing the vehicles and the cars you have your podcasting and it's all different and i was like i'm in a different area if, if i want to call myself that i'm in the technical area so that's what i do and then we kind of ended off the conversation like that but yeah but going to scott going back to that yeah he makes a crap ton of money damn yeah uh, yeah but at the expense of the integrity of the automotive industry right so that's a problem for mm-hmm. me big time just as much as a, it's a problem for me to hear uh, well-established technicians or instructors even uh, bash new technicians for ask, asking a question, you know, something that they think that they should have known or else they shouldn't be in the industry or whatnot. But it bothers, I think it bothers me equally. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they're both equally low. As uh, somebody who's, who's making millions off the backs of um, hardworking technicians, and yes, there are a lot of bad apples out there, but, um, you know, you can't, you can't put them all in, under the same net, right? You know, yeah. But that's what he does, and mm-hmm. it, it kills me because there he has the ear, he has the bigger microphone, mm-hmm. you know. And somebody like that, that that all they do is bash and bash and bash. Like all they do is bash. Uh, there's channels who bash only dealer techs, you know. Yeah. And um, there's channels who bash indie techs. There's Scotty's channel that bashes the entire automotive industry. Yeah, Anybody that has yeah. anything more than a code reader. Uh-huh. You know, so. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the easy thing to do is just for anything is to put people or a group of people into a box and, yeah. you know, all mechanics fit in this box. And, light right? them up. and, and then then that's just an easy like, OK, I'm done. I'm moving on with my day. I've I've made that opinion about people in the automotive industry and now I'm going off to do my other thing. Um, and that's, that's easy. That's simple. You don't have to put a lot of thought to it. You don't have to really know anybody. You can just have that opinion and move on. So I think that's probably why there's so much, you know, there's a, that much volume of viewers for a channel like that. And then the clickbait thing, like you're saying too, like, Oh, I no, but I'm not even talking about his success. I'm talking about the, the way that he has uh, manipulated the public perception. 
Mm-hmm. He has the bigger microphone, yes. Mm-hmm. He has success. He has millions of views. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a billion of views, total views. Probably. Swaying the public perception into thinking that the automotive industry is nothing but a bunch of crooks. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the biggest problem? Like People talk about, oh, what can we do to uh, better the uh, image? Why don't we start by dealing with the people that have the biggest microphones who talk the most crap? Mm-hmm. And 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 take it, you know, nip it in the bud. I mean, why does it? Obviously, there's 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 things that prevent that from happening, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, we need to change the public perception. We have a lot of work to do to undo everything that guy alone has done. And uh, and there's a lot more like him. It's not just him. Sure. You know, there's people right. who I respected in the past, and I didn't I didn't realize it, but at every opportunity they bash um, someone who maybe missed something uh-huh. uh, and um, well there's whole companies right the what is it the fixed thing or whatever the stupid you oh, know those, yeah, the little, those are all little over little YouTube's ads right and <laughs> people see those all the time oh I just have to buy this you know $50 thing and play yeah, it, it in, right? and everybody else is stealing from you like there's big companies making all kinds of money off of bashing the actual industry too so yeah you're right it's, it's not just him there's a lot that, that we're fighting against to it's actual tool companies and vendors and distributors yeah you know um how many times do we see not to like <laughs> well you know what it has to be said there's a lot of sponsors out here in mm-hmm. this event mm-hmm. that have campaigned with that same rhetoric sure oh, you don't need a diag let me go get you your codes red yep and we'll show you this part mm-hmm. you know you yeah. know who you are if you're listening i mean that needs to change as well. The, the people who are giving uh, the, these companies so much money and power, they should stand up and say, hey, listen, you know, this doesn't do us any favors for, you know, us to help you succeed, you to sponsor these events, and then go around and, and basically undermine the tra- all the training that we're taking. Yep. We're here to train and get better and diagnose and, and, and uh, troubleshooting and, and fault finding and whatnot, only to have the same sponsor the same companies that sponsor the training events on the back end undo that by, by preaching, Oh, you don't need a tech tech. So right. Companies are saying you don't need a master tech anymore. Yeah. You use us. Yep. yep. So how does that work? Right. I, uh, <laughs> not to like get on this whole thing on, on your channel, on your podcast, oh, it's all good. but um, it needs to be said, man. People need to start uh, talking to the, to these companies and saying, hey, listen, man, we need to change the trajectory of our path here. Like, maybe I think we should take a different approach. Mm-hmm. You know, change this whole thing about, like, oh, you don't need Diatex. Yes, we need Diatex. These things, these cars are getting complex. I see them all the time. Yeah. Know? And they're going to get worse. Right. And people need to get on the ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 10, yeah. 15 years from now, it's going to be crazy. It's going it's it's to be, be nuts. And, um, yeah, you go to any actual shop. And, and ask the owners or even the technicians in the shops, hey, do we need people who can diagnose stuff? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I know where I'm at. They're in you know, really, really short supply for somebody who can figure out problems accurately. Um, and, I, and that's why I've been so busy. But it, it's definitely going to increase in difficulty and the amount that we need people to do stuff like that. So the little fixed thing is just, it's not going to do it. Um, I'm so glad they're not around here. I think I would give them so much crap. Yeah. Like, yeah. And <laughs> this is going to be like a, like a breakthrough, like a, like what's gone, what's wrong with Mario now? 
Like <laughs> Mario, I gotta, I gotta say, you know, I've talked so much crap about Dorman. Okay, I have. I made memes left and right. Sure, but they're turning it around. They don't go around saying we don't need the diet text, we don't need this and that. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? They're pushing training, man. Okay, they're actually pushing training, and, and that's cool. I met Lester there um, yesterday and today, and uh, I think what he's doing is good. You know, are there parts? 100% great now? No, but they're working on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know people are going to just like wow. <laughs> face palm right now. But, um, and, and I have no affiliation with Dorman. They're not, they're not pushing me in any single way to say any of this. But sure. it's an example of a company that has had bad uh, a bad path and they're trying to turn it around. They're uh, sponsoring training events and they're not going around saying, hey, you don't need a Diag guy. Mm-hmm. You don't need... Uh, troubleshooting or we could figure it out with this and that uh, would their parts it, it sure would be great if their parts worked the first time and, and shop owners weren't you know second guessing their technicians yeah as a result right yes they got a lot of work to do i think you know but i'm just saying that's that's just a company that's actually doing something mm-hmm. instead of what other companies are doing and undermining the training that we're taking sure um I, I know you've talked about it before. But what are your thoughts on the YouTube side of it where, you know, anybody, average Joe or technician go on there and learn a lot and figure out a lot um, to do potentially on their own. And they have access to buy these tools, right? They could go to an AutoZone, they go to Amazon and buy a 608 and they can watch a few YouTube videos and then they can figure out some, you know, some key stuff or some programming stuff potentially on their own. Uh, do you see that as... Uh, affecting the value of the industry in the same way? I think it opens the door towards uh, people who have not been in the industry and somehow getting them in. The problem isn't that they are being tooled up and trained. The problem is when they undercharge and they uh, just give it away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because then that has an effect effect on the market. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, everyone's going to expect less and less and less. And this stuff is not easy. Um, I show it in my channel all the time, like the stuff that uh, is required to do, like EEPROM work, and 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 in the groups I show like the key stuff. It's not as easy as it looks. Oh, it's just a key, just program it. Sometimes it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. And um, as a result, like when when people start undercharging and all that, uh, that's the problem. I think you know it's that very same thing that got me into the industry is, is being able to uh, buy the tools and, and this and that. I don't think that's the problem. It's me, Joe Schmo. Uh, walking in and buying an IM608 and, uh, you know, taking it upon myself to go and learn how to use it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a daunting task as it is. Sure. You know, so more power to them, I say, and join the industry, and but stop undercharging. You know, to get, get into the industry, become a part of the community. And uh, But the thing is, on the flip side, when they do join the community and they ask a question in the groups, what happens? They yeah, get yeah. slaughtered. Yeah, blasted, sure. Yeah. Yep. But... And the only determining factor is how much they charge. So that's, in a way, yeah, you should be charging more. But as soon as the guy says, oh, I just charged 100 bucks for these, uh, somebody blasts them. And mm-hmm. that's a bit ridiculous. Um, I think that if you're going to have people buying tools and getting into the industry, then mentor them or and, and, uh, correct them, educate them. That's what they need to get is education, right? Mm-hmm. But for, you know, what, what's going to happen when they get blasted, they're going to 
uh, exclude themselves from those groups, and they're going to keep doing what they're doing as a solo, like as a, as a free agent. Yeah. There's not going to be any guidance whatsoever. Right. Just racing to the bottom because right. you're, yeah, you don't feel like you're part of the actual industry or you're pissed off because yeah. somebody said something to you. Like, exactly. Yeah, I go it. in, I'm Joe Schmo, I bought my locksmith kit, and I start making keys. I charge 100 bucks and I go into a group. I'm like, hey, listen, guys, I'm having trouble here. Um, well, how much are you charging? Oh, I'm charging 100 bucks. You know what? You should pack up your tools and leave. Get out of the industry. How's that going to help anybody? Instead, mm. they, you know, I should be that going into the group. Oh, I charge 100 bucks. Hey, listen, man. That's not going to do anybody any favors. I know you're probably having a rough time, but uh, you should definitely raise your rates. And look, here's how, here's, here's how this, this is something you, you can do to help you finish the job. But, you know, if you need any help with anything, contact me. And then they become part of the industry little by little. People start supporting that. And then they raise their rates as a result because once they see what it re- what is required to learn locksmithing, mm-hmm. then they would appreciate uh, the value that we have. They would they would start charging more. It's like, oh, man, this is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I got to take out a BCN, take out the EEPROM, read the data, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, <laughs> calculate the PIN number, put the EEPROM back in, put, reinstall the BCN, all this stuff. Yep. Um, and synchronize the whole thing. I mean, it's like, sure. obviously that's a very uh, big <laughs> but the, explanation. Yeah, yeah, that's the sort of thing that you're you got to figure out each one of those steps, and each one of those steps has learning involved, or you got to seek yeah. out information from somebody, or get another tool. I got to buy a rework station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine taking that person through that process. And yes, they're undercharging today, but they're going to change that because they're now they realize, oh man, this takes a lot more work than I thought. Mm-hmm. I, I can't be charging 100 bucks to go buy. How am I going to afford a, a soldering station? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yep. But instead, people are just bashing them. And then the guy leaves the group and everyone laughs. But then now he leaves the group and he does and he continues undercharging everybody. Mm-hmm. What good is that? Right. You know? I think that uh, approach, uh, the approaches could definitely use some work. Um, you know, how we handle the people who are seemingly uh, undercharging. Sure. Uh, but. It needs, it needs to be done in a better way, I think. And there's a lot of people who just don't care, unfortunately. Right. They don't care how... Yeah, you never get get rid of that completely. That's yeah. the way it's going to be. But but we can look down on that. You know, we can start talking, speaking up against that. People who are like that. Like, that's what I've been doing is speaking against people who are doing that. Hey, what did this guy do to you? Are you I mean, do you know him? Mm-hmm. You guys are, you, you know, BSing around? Are you calling him names because you guys know each other or something? Right. I mean, who are you anyway? Mm-hmm. What's this all about? Well, yeah, you also oh, you're you're the best. You you had to learn it from somebody, yeah. right? Yeah, you have to learn it from somebody. But apparently, you're the best thing since uh, Coca Cola. Yeah, and now you think it's okay to talk to some people a certain way, and and really it makes you look like a douche. It discourages that person. Mm-hmm. It makes them think that we're a nasty industry as it is, and then they're just going to keep doing what they're doing anyway. Mm-hmm. You know that doesn't help anybody. I think that's my opinion on the whole thing. I think it, you know we should just handle it differently. Maybe mentor them instead, teach them, and show them how how much it really it really takes to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the approach I take with the channel as well, because you know I'm trying to show them. Yes, I'm showing this publicly, but more than likely a technician is going to be looking at this, not usually the public. And if the public does see it, they'll see where it's involved in in doing what we do. If the technician sees it, they get to learn and they get to appreciate how much. Man, maybe I'm not making enough money in this shop, right? You know, and I got to do this. I got to buy a scope. I gotta buy a scanner. I gotta buy all this stuff. 
obviously there's you know that's a whole other argument whether they should be buying uh-huh. all that stuff, but they they can start to appreciate the the, the amount of investment that take, that mm-hmm. take place. Well, yeah, and seeing somebody else's success too uh, can definitely inspire yeah, you. Seeing the light like, at the end oh, of the tunnel, at least I can, anyway. I can do this. I can be successful too. Or hey, wow, what I was doing, you know, if you ta- start talking about tr- you know dollar amounts and stuff like that, which right. I realize is not always the case, but you're like, oh wow, I can charge this much for this job. Um, you know, th- that's been helpful for me is just to communicate with other people. Like, what do you charge for doing this job? I'm like, oh wow, okay. Um, that's, that's huge. And then not to overcharge people, but just to be at the, the correct amount. And yeah. again, seeing other people's success with what they're doing from YouTube, from Facebook groups, whatever, that's been, that's been just huge for me to know, like, give me the confidence to go for this. Yeah. I'm going to buy this tool because I see what potential is, is there if I have it or if I'm able to take on this job. So, um, it's powerful stuff for sure. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand as well. Like, you'll have that person that gives that pushback. Oh, well, I don't want to rip off the customer. Listen, it's not ripping off the customer. It's clearing your overhead. And it's it's being able to become profitable so that you can continue investing and learning and all the stuff. You're, so you're going to take time to learn your stuff. And that's that time costs money, mm-hmm. you know. So you charge uh, uh, the customer at cost, the key, and then maybe you're like, oh, just, oh, I'm good with 20 bucks. What, don't you have to pay rent? Don't you have to pay right. a mortgage to yeah. have kids to feed? Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't you want to buy another tool? I mean, that tool's not going to do the whole job. Mm-hmm. You have to buy another tool. Yep. You know? So, there's... Industry is expensive, man. It's mm-hmm. it's expensive, yes. Yeah. But, you know, that's what we're up against daily. And the, the, the cards are getting more complex. And we need to stay with the, with the times. That's, you know, that's something that I know what I signed into. And... Uh, is it for everybody? No, but it's fun. It is fun. It's it fun, is, man. It is yeah. Uh, very, yeah. Uh, fulfilling too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a satisfying career for sure. Definitely. It's when when you figure out that problem is just I don't know. To this day, it's, it's still fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know if if, if I don't want to bash the other people. It's just like for me doing breaks every single day. I don't know. Uh, I would just kind of get bored. But as a uh, technician, diagnostician you get different things once in a while yeah and then finding that problem that no one can figure out it's just a beautiful feeling yeah yeah absolutely it's uh, yeah it, there's always challenge available to you in this yeah. industry uh, it, there's no shortage of challenges. yeah yeah you can <laughs> you can do the monotonous stuff like yeah. breaks uh, and you know that's fine and you're really good at it you're making money but yeah having having that one car that one job that really pushes you to figure something out or maybe maybe you've screwed up or whatever but you finally get through it and you learn something out of it yeah that that feeling is is huge and keeps me coming back every day if i was just doing the same thing over and over i would have left this industry a long time ago but then you you do that so let's say you fix up a car and you finally you know get that reward and then this other car comes in for a suspension job and then you see how much you get paid you're like Oh, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very true. Maybe it's a good balance. It's a good balance. Yeah, you gotta be like, all right, so yeah, it's not bad. Okay, so we're gonna keep that balance right there. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do this, this, and that. One feeds the other. I mean, would it be nice to diag all day long and get good at that and really hone in on your skills? Sure, but uh, that's the whole point. You know, you're you're training still. You're honing your skills, and until you're great at diag, it. I mean. The, the 
front end work is just going to be more profitable, mm-hmm. you know. But once you get there, man, diet could be very extremely profitable. Yeah, and it's not that you get there and you're done. You're constantly learning. Oh yeah, yeah. You're never gonna know it all. But it definitely gets easier with time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, Eric from Advance of Auto. I was talking to him, and I was like, I just love diet, dude. I just want to do it every day. He's like, Oh, sometimes don't you just want to turn on the music at full blast and just do do the breaks because sure. you already know how everything's going. Yeah, it's because when I'm diagging, everything has to be quiet. I'll, I'll have some podcasts on. But I just, can't yeah, focus on them. Yeah, I can't focus on them. Yeah. It's just kind of like noise on the background. Mm-hmm. But if I'm doing breaks or suspension, you know, I'm laughing right there. I'm just listening to that stuff. And yeah, sometimes you do want to just shut, you know, shut off, yeah. just shut off, yep. and and just listen to some music and just yeah. have a have have a good time. So yeah, just that little balance right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I can say the same. <laughs> I'll take I'll take wiring over brake dust all day long. <laughs> but okay, when I first started off, I just had music just blasting the whole time, and I don't know that made it well. Both of them, you know, when I'm diagging, it feels like time is just flying. It's yeah. just it's going really quick. All the more reason, yeah. <laughs> but then sometimes you're just kind of aggravated because service information is not there or mm-hmm. something's going on, and just. You just you get home and then you're like I gotta research more stuff and you, you, you yeah. don't turn that off yeah, right right um, I worked with some people a couple people over the years that wanted to work in complete silence and that was even just when they were doing tires or brakes or whatever mm-hmm. and they oh, didn't no. want any music on in the shop and it's just silence unless you're talking to them and I can't I could never operate that way I had to have some tunes going if Me I was too. working yeah I went to uh, I went to Firestone to program a, a car over there and this guy he had the music on and then you see the other tech so he walks away the other tech comes by puts it down and then he walks away and the other tech comes by blasts it I'm just there laughing man I'm just programming the vehicle I'm yep. just like alright yep. I'm so glad I work with my brother we blast heavy metal all day long. <laughs> 400 watt uh, sound system. You all die too? While dying too. Oh, the only time I don't have the music blasting is when I do the YouTube video so that uh-huh. they don't, you know, mute my video or sure. you know, take it down or whatever. Yeah. So copyright claims and whatnot. But um, uh-huh. other than that, I'm full, well, not full blast, but loud enough. You know, yeah. On Fridays, we... Uh, Put some rap on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple of shops I go into that they've got the, the huge speaker there, and they just got it cranked. So like you can't even hear yourself talk. Oh, no, no, that's, that, no. that's a little that's a little much for me. I had to ask them a couple times to to turn it down because I was listening to the engine crank and I couldn't even hear <laughs> the compression when I was so like, "Hey guys, can you turn that down for a moment?" But uh, yeah, I, I always had to have. Some some music going while it's it working. It keeps the rhythm going. For yeah, me. yeah. I cannot do the ultimate like absolute silence thing. No, it's it weird. It'll kill me. Right? It'll kill me. I always have music playing in my head like twenty four seven. Well, yeah, you play guitar too, time. right? Yeah. Okay. I play guitar and uh, been playing for like nineteen years. Sure. And, uh, I always have some kind of song in my head, uh-huh. but it sure is nice to switch that off and uh, listen to something external. You know? Yeah. And I do that at work. I'm looking up. Diagrams jamming out, you know, because mm-hmm. not for nothing, but like as a guitar player, I'm listening to all the notes. So I'll listen to instrumentals all day long. Okay. Vocals and stuff. I'm not. Yeah. I don't care for vocals that much. So I'm listening to all the notes and, and you always like it always like makes me want to write something new. You know, it inspires me to do something else. Okay. Or, you know, things like that. And it, 
it kind of like it kind of helps me in my thought process believe it or not like I think music has something to do with it uh, it, it, it helps me yeah you know I think definitely digest information for some reason definitely set the mood of the shop for sure <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah I think you like this music you know right right <laughs> that's the thing so what I've been playing is just mostly like the Robert Kiyosaki the, uh, the audiobooks. Okay. Yeah, so people walk by and they're like, all right, so you want to be rich? And I'm like, hey, what's, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, turn it off. Hold up. And then it plays on the Bluetooth. Yeah. We, we had this, uh, it's a local radio morning yeah. show that we would have on. Uh, so we just played the rock station most of the time mm-hmm. in the shop. And so they had the morning show and they're going back and forth and whatever. But they would have a game show. I think it was every Friday where they'd have listeners call in. Yeah. And they would have re- recordings from pornos as part of the game <laughs> show. It was, it was called Front or Back. And uh-huh. the listeners had to guess. But <laughs> we'd have that going in the shop. And people People walk by and give us funny looks, and they Firestone eventually made us uh, not listen to that morning show on Fridays anymore. But <laughs> I have my phone connected to my Bluetooth at no. work. And there's times when you know the boss is there, and you don't, you don't care about the music. Yeah, and the one and only here, Oz, sends me messages every now and then, and it starts off like a, a serious video. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it ends up like a very loud you know, moaning from a girl. <laughs> One time, one time my wife heard it too. I was like, oh, man, here we go. Dude, it, it, yeah, there was a period when I was, you know, so sending that, that to everyone. everyone. <laughs> yeah, I would send that to everyone, and I was like, should I send it to him? Ah, screw it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you stopped doing that. Like, that was really What do you send me now? <laughs> no, that was, uh, that was really funny. I like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, God. Well, cool, guys. Uh, thanks for doing this with me. I appreciate it. It's been for fun. Us, man. Yeah. This was nice. Definitely. Like your, your setup here, man. Yeah, the um, on-the-road uh, on the road setup here. But uh, it, it does the trick. Pretty soon you're going to be flying out to all these events, huh? And yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. i got to get an actual studio one of these times. Um, but, yeah, I, it, doing it in person is so mm-hmm. much better than doing it on a screen uh like via the internet because there's there's almost always like at least a hair of time delay and it makes the pauses between people talking really awkward because you'll see me pause but really i'm still talking yeah. or whatever and then we're talking over each other and yeah if i could do them all in person that'd be awesome but uh, you gotta do it like steve-o man just get a get a get a little rv or a little sure <laughs> drive around just drive around oh, that'd be bad we'll just go in there what i wanted to do what i thought would be really cool is yeah go around the country and go for like a ride along with all the mobile guys stop at you know some of the shops and stuff where guys are at and just yeah spend a day like with everybody as like a big long road trip i think that'd be pretty cool but i got a I don't know, save up a b- whole bunch of money in order to do that. I was but. about to say, what's stopping you, man? That sounds like a good money. Yeah. I was like, I was like, come on, man, you gotta get get a loan. This man, that, that sounds like a good idea, man. I like that. I really like or, that. Or or you know, I like what you're doing here. I like I like your podcast a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, it's it's the technician side and it's awesome. And uh mm-hmm. I think you know, maybe some companies should Sponsor, sponsor you, you. come out yeah these events you know sure yeah that's and, uh, i haven't pursued that too much but i definitely should intense. so <laughs> we'll i think i gotta reach out to somebody and uh see if they can make it happen because i think what you're doing is good yeah and, uh, you know 
every event they can benefit from this and as well as much as technicians can you know right yeah so. i i always said if i was going to do any advertising or sponsorship it'd be stuff that i used right and so mm-hmm. i haven't done like an official sponsor i sell the top down stuff now so i'll talk about that and i get you know if i sell a tool i make a little bit of money but they don't sponsor me or anything right. like that but yeah it i would do it with something that i actually use or would recommend to somebody right, else yeah, of course, definitely so. that would be that would be the thing um but I haven't. I've done zero for pursuing that, and I should. Um, well, I hope they reach so. out to you because, um, you know, I think it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Both sides. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I'm really hoping that you get that van and drive around. No, <laughs> dude, I, I, I'd make like a documentary about it. I think it'd be badass. Yeah, be I don't know how many awesome, people would want to watch it, but I'd put it on Netflix or whatever. Yeah, nah, it'd still be yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. You know, just for you and for everything, that'll be. I mean, uh, that sounds really cool, man. Someday. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. That's going to do it for today's episode. Big thank you to Mario and Oz for spending the time with me. It was cool getting to sit down and chat with these guys. Uh, both really awesome. Again, recommend that you check out both the YouTube channels, both Oz Mechanics and Super Mario Diagnostics. Go to the show notes of this episode. You're going to see links to those channels and start watching some of their content also like to thank everybody for listening and all the feedback i've been getting on the show always appreciate that so keep it coming but other than that let's all get out there start fixing the world one car at a time